Hello and welcome to Creative Lives, the Lecture in Progress podcast. Lecture in Progress is an online resource that inspires and informs the next generation of talent by providing practical advice and insight into the creative industry. This podcast series features a broad range of people talking about what they do and how they got to where they are. Our guest this week is Anushka Rodder. I am Anushka Rodder. I'm the Managing Director of Templo and we specialise in creativity for change. Together with her partner and Creative Director, Pali Palavathanan, Anushka founded Templo in 2013. As Managing Director, she tells us what her work looks like day to day. I am basically responsible for the business running of the studio and that's everything from client relationships to this, literally the financial staff. Uh, proposals, new business, invoicing, um, so kind of some nitty-gritty stuff, but also a lot of softer, you know, building relationships with people stuff, which is the thing that I'm really passionate about. Committed to working towards social good, in the last few years, Templo have collaborated with clients including Amnesty International, the United Nations and Plymouth College of Art, creating everything from logos to virtual reality experiences and social interventions. So we're very selective about the people that we work with. We turn down quite a lot of work, actually, that comes our way because it doesn't fit with our ethos. We do commercial clients as well, but they have to be ethical. So we've just done a brand for um, an ethical banking startup, basically. Anushka gives us insight into what happens when you graduate as a designer, but discover new and unexpected roles in your field. Roles that are far better suited to your skill set and character. I was always really, really creative, really artistic. I loved painting. I still love painting, drawing. And then as I got older, so did my GCSEs and my A-loves, I knew I wanted to do something in the design industry. I didn't know what that was. And then I went and did a graphic design degree. And so, I mean, when I was studying graphic design, I was like, I am going to be a graphic designer. I had no idea that there were other roles, really. I just... That's, I'm studying that and I'm going to be that. And I was always very like driven and focused. And then I actually did a few internships in my second year, summer, sort of the summer break in my second year. And I got to see different sort of sizes of studios and a small studio, medium size, and then larger. And then when I graduated, I went back to the partners as an intern and then MB as an intern. And then I got offered this job and I was like, oh, great. Taking a job as a designer at Agency The Partners straight out of college Anushka's eyes were open to an expanse of design-related roles she'd never heard of before. The partners was great because at that time it hadn't, you know, it wasn't part of the super union and everything that it is today. But it was 60 people in, just in London, wasn't international. So it was big enough for me to be able to see kind of strategists at work, like all the different levels of designer from junior right the way through to like creative director to executive creative director. And then I got to see kind of the account management and the sort of support and the client relationship side of the business as well. And I, within that year, I was like, God, I'm really loving going to the meetings, presenting the work, like getting the brief, analysing the brief, coming up with the strategy, doing the thinking. I'm not really loving the actual design bit though. I'm loving all the other stuff. And again, it was just like one of those really instinctive, I could have probably stayed there for years. I, but I just thought, nah, actually, I just feel like I need to do this. And so I left and I ended up getting a job at MB where I'd, I'd done an internship as a designer, um, as a junior account manager. 
they had interviewed a lot of people for that junior account manager role and um, they hadn't just hadn't found the right fit. So I think they were just also very collaborative as a studio as well. And I think they were just trying to find the right person. And I think they were thinking was, well, she would just have to learn on the job. And they knew that I was the kind of person that would just learn on the job. But I did have, through the partners, quite a lot of experience of, you know, organising stuff and delivering stuff as part of being a designer. And I think often designers do have the skills and it's just kind of extracting them. And it's still a, create, a very creative role. It's just a different manifestation of it. Uh, I have made a lot of mistakes in my time. <laughs> I've been in this industry for nearly 15 years. So you, I mean, make a lot of mistakes along the way, but that is good. And I think that kind of don't be scared of failure. As long as you don't keep making the same mistake, that's fine. You just need to figure out what's the lesson and move on as quickly as possible. The thing about MB is they, I mean, it's run by Nick and Alan who are just lovely guys and that was a massive factor in why I stayed so long they're just a pleasure to work with and also in a way it's like their biggest hindrance and their biggest success in a way is the fact that they just throw you in at the deep end so you either sink or swim some kind of creative directors and business owners can be very much like no we are just going to go to these meetings I think again that comes from confidence they're just great at pushing their team in front of people and just allowing them to to step up and not being scared for their team to sort of build connections with people, which is a trust thing, I think, as well. So it meant that from, you know, really early in my career, I was going to really high-level meetings. I was, you know, you just felt like I'm really a part of this industry and I'm really part of this business. And I think, you know, they're not, they're not strategically doing that. That's just who they are. And also the clients were so varied that, it was really exciting from my point of view because I would be working on millions of different things all at the same time. And then as I sort of grew in experience, they just, you know, gave me more and more trust and I was able to recruit my own sort of account management team and studio manager and that sort of thing and try and get... And then in the end, I just was working with them on, you know, what's the future of this business? And so it got more and more strategic and yeah, no, it was great. It was, they, I think it was a lot of it was just down to their personalities. Anushka stayed on at the company for nine years, progressing to account manager, account director, and eventually associate partner. Having now run her own business for the last five years, Anushka tells us some of the most unexpected parts of her role. So when I was at MB, I, I felt I was running a business because I was doing my role, but in an already established agency. But what I didn't realise was I wasn't really running a business at all because there was like a visiting financial director, there was a bookkeeper, there was an accountant, there were all these other people doing all these things. And I was just kind of feeding into that process. When you have your own business and you do my role, it's like you got to be on it with the cash flow, for example, which seems so basic, but cash flow is everything. So you could win a massive, great project. That's great. You're not going to be paid for that in six months time. So what are you going to do in the meantime kind of thing? I, it, Weirdly, it took me about a year to figure that out and to be super on it with cash flow and new business as well. It's always, I mean, we had this at MB as well, when you're really busy, you're just delivering the work, right? And then you kind of, oh, thank God we got through that period. Oh, wait, hang on, we haven't got any work for the next six. It's all of that sort of stuff. It, uh, yeah, it's, it's just making it run and flow as a business. And also 
I always used to say to, I always say to all the designers I ever worked with, it is, it's a relationship, okay? And what designers do all the time, it's like, imagine you're with, I'm talking about a romantic relationship, and then you've been with them for a few years, you know each other, you know what to expect, it's all a bit samey-samey, and then something new comes along and it's all shiny, and it's like, oh, it's a new client, and I'm like, you still gotta love that old client, because they've been paying your bills for how long, you know, you, we've got a great relationship, you can't take anyone for granted. It's it's the thing is it's not rocket science it's just normal life applied to a business but you kind of have to remind yourself about that just as you do in your everyday life to really nurture and appreciate and value the relationships that you have because yeah they could just go overnight kind of thing so it, I would say it's a natural thing for me but I still have to work very hard at it um, just keeping in touch with people yeah it's a lot of energy but I love it. Anushka shares her advice for those who might be considering an alternative role in design and her thoughts on getting into account management. So if you're studying at the moment and you're thinking, oh, I love design, but I'm not sure I want to be a designer, which oddly, the more that we you know, template teach at universities and things, more students that come up to me and say that, whereas it's just, I find that really interesting because none of my classmates would have been thinking like that back in whenever it was. 2005 or whatever. But if you're thinking of doing it, I would still really recommend, and I say to all people that ask me, go and do internships as a designer because it's very rare in your career you'll be able to just like dip in and out of agencies in that way. It's the only way you're going to get a feel for the kind of place that suits you personally. So I'd start with that. I would also really recommend that people reach out and find a mentor. That's another amazing thing about MB that they, they I just went to them and said, I, I really want to have a mentor. I found this person and they said, yeah, great, go for it. It's good to have a mentor or someone that you can at least ask advice and maybe guide you every sort of few months on things and challenges that are coming up. Um, so I think if you're a bit further down in your design career, I would try and, if you see someone in the industry that you think yeah, you'd like to learn from, just reach out to them because I, I, that really helped me. And I would just say, don't be scared to do it. Give it a try. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You hate it and you can just go back to being a designer. Just go for it. it there's so many overlaps between design and, you know, what I do. And actually, if we were in the advertising industry, it's really interesting, but they, they often have account directors who then just switch over to be executive creative directors. and stuff. I find that really strange. But they, in the advertising industry, recognise the overlaps. And it's all just about creativity and problem solving and responding to the brief in front of you. It's just how, whether it comes out through words or thinking or actual design. I mean, obviously, do your research before you go to a company because there is just so much, there's so, such a broad difference in, I mean, just, you can just be able to tell from someone's website and how they pick up the phone and you'll get a vibe just from that. I would really recommend that young people don't go to places that don't pay their interns because that also says so much about the kind of organisation that you're stepping into. I mean, we're a small organisation, but from the very beginning, Pally and I were like, we need to pay our interns properly and we pay just as well as kind of the big agencies because I, I just don't like exploiting young people. I think that's just, you know, we, we all did it. We all literally lived off a hundred quid a week or whatever ridiculous amount it was back then. But we just don't want to do that. We just don't. I mean, we're not, you know, we're not giving, we're not paying a full salary, but it's more than I think what a lot of small studios that are 
perhaps a bit more established than us pay and it just, just doesn't feel right. So I would just say also, look up, ask what they pay. Don't work for free. But also when you get there, like drop the ego, just you're there to learn. And it's a whole other education. Once you leave uni, you might have been the best of the best in your course, but you're going to step in. I found it was such a culture shock when you come in and you're like, oh, okay, you're up against people who have been out in the industry for 10, 15, 20 years and you're so fresh. And yeah, it's a real ego level of being, and that's why it's so good as well, um, being an intern. But yeah, research, make sure you get paid, drop the ego. This episode of Creative Lives was brought to you by Lecture in Progress. It was presented by me, Indy Davis, and the guest was Anushka Rodder. The editor was Ivor Manley. Lecture in Progress is made possible with the support of a number of brand patrons. They include us two, GF Smith, and the Paul Smith Foundation. For more information, check out lectureinprogress.com.